to today's episode of Jazz Beats, your number one podcast for jazz news and entertainment. Here are your hosts, Jackson and Tyson. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of your favorite jazz podcast, Jazz Beats. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Uh, I'm Jackson. This is my good friend, Tyson. I'm happy. We're happy to be here, right? Well, I I am. We're winning games. If you're looking at your jazz schedule and you're thinking it's not loading games, it's because the season's almost over. It's weird, right? (laughs) Like, I was looking at games past next week, and and that's it. We have six games left, and after next week... That following Sunday right. is our last game. Right. So. And we're, and we're going to talk about those last six games and where we think the Jazz are going to be uh, and our predictions. And we're going to grade ourselves on our earlier predictions later in the show. So it should be good. Good stuff coming along. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. You guys are amazing. You guys are amazing. Yeah, the fact that you take time out of your day to listen to us. <laughs> wow. It's, it blows my mind. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um. Postseason's coming up, we talked about. Um, we are neck and neck with the Suns right now. Incredible. They, I feel like they've just snuck up, or maybe I just don't pay attention to them. Is are, are people saying that about us, too, though? I think so. I think so, yeah. We talked about this earlier in the week a little bit. Like, how I feel about the Suns, I think people feel about us. Because I look at them, I look at, okay, Chris Paul's pretty good. I mean, he's getting up there in age, but he's, he's dang good, and he makes teams better. Devin Booker is really good. And then after that... I'm like, who, who do they have after that that hurts us and and is good and and it's it, I have trouble coming up with who their next best player is or 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 how they are so good with just those two guys. But I think people say that about us. Uh, at least we at least we have had an appearance in the playoffs more regularly than than Phoenix. True, right? So uh, I would think that we're a bigger name. Yeah, right. But then uh, are people <laughs> thinking like, okay, Donovan's Donovan's good. Uh, Rooney's good defensively, and then after that, I mean, Mike Conley's getting old. He's been around, but and then and Joe Ingles. I think I think they're shooting straight wait, Jordan Clarkson. Joe Ingles has just had twenty five on us. What that doesn't make sense. George Niang just hit George, six threes tonight. They have a guy named Minivan that outscores. Us. Who is that? So I don't know if teams, other fans or stuff, think that about us. But I don't know. It's interesting. Man, some some of Jordan Clarkson's step backs uh, and shooting recently is just incredible. So fun to watch. So fun to watch. I love Jordan. I don't know if I love or hate that Clarkson and Bogey have stepped up since Mitchell and Conley have been out. Of course, yeah. I don't know if I love that because we need him to, or if I hate it because why can't you do this when Mitchell's the on time. the floor? Right. Yeah. Bogey definitely has been taking that on his square on his shoulders. I feel like he's like, I have to be aggressive. I have to get points. And he does. And he's just that sneaky old man, white guy, basketball, basic, just works, dude. It just works. He's just, he's been so efficient lately. Um, The other night, this last game against the Spurs, he had 24, 25 points on 13 shots. He only took 13 shots, and he had so 25 e- points. So efficient. He'll it's never awesome. be on any highlight reels because nothing he does is cool. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Cool to anybody outside of Utah. <laughs> yeah, yeah nothing, nothing great. So we, we've had a few games since our last podcast. We've won the Canadians. That's always good. Uh, always good to win the Canadians. They should, right. I know they one-up us uh, geographically, but we're better than that. So... <laughs> We did play the Suns since our last game, and that was was that the f- one of the first games we didn't have Conley. I think Conley was out. Mitchell's been out before then, but right. And I really thought that they would have brought Conley back in for that, 
and that was interesting. That was an interesting call. But then he hasn't been back again True. since then with the Spurs. So obviously they're holding out. But that was a game. It was it was scary to watch. We were down by 16 at the end of the first quarter. I mean, straight from the gates, and then we kind of played with them the rest of the game. But uh, being that down that quick, it's it's sometimes hard to to come back from that. I, obviously, I'm sure that felt like a playoff game, except for the fact that the deficit was so big that the Jazz really never gave Suns a run for their money. I feel like the Suns were in control the entire game. And what's interesting is is we had no Mitchell, we had no Conley. I want to say. No, Royce played. It wasn't the game Royce missed, but two of our starters didn't play. So in my mind, when you're when you're missing talent like that, you gotta almost provide more minutes to your to your guys, to Bogey, to Rudy, to to Royce. Um, Niang started that game, but you would think that those minutes would go to more to them and just uh, just play more. But that wasn't the case. Um, that's when Quinn started playing Trent Forrest a lot. He had 14 minutes that game, but. Rudy Gobert only had 23 minutes against the Suns. So right. I don't know if we just threw in the towel early or were we, we just called that game a, an L off the bat. I don't know what happened, but I feel like we could have done more to win that game. That's interesting. Uh, Forrest, undrafted rookie, I mean, he's uh, he's having some fun playing some basketball. What do you what do you think? Do you like him? Um, I think that... It's tough because, like I say, I really, I really fall for a player based on their personality, not just their performance. He doesn't have much. And I, and I, yeah, and I haven't seen that yet. So, I mean, good on him. I'm glad he made some shots and a few things like that. But like, how memorable is it? How memorable to every Jazz fan is Jake Crowder? Right, right. Like and that's because that was his personality and his character and his emotions were out there, and so you could connect with him. So until Forrest gives me something to play with, I'm not emotionally connected to him at all. <laughs> Keep him on the bench. <laughs> he's he's playing great though. Uh, fair he's enough. He's taken Oni's minutes a lot, which I think is odd because I thought Oni was playing fantastic. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, but he's playing good too. He's fair, playing good. Fair, fair enough. Good to see Minivan starting though. I don't know when the last time he started in a game was. So that that's kind of cool for him. Yeah, good on him. He's he's shooting better now. Um, him, Bogey, Clarkson are all shooting better. So the fact that we lost to the Suns, I mean, does that does that worry you at all? I mean, let's just say uh, that we roll the the dice and we end up playing against them in Western Conference Finals, which whatever scenario that leads to. I'm just giving you you. I'm mean, here's the picture. You tell me, uh, does that worry you at all that we that we lost? No, I okay. I think we match up decently against the Suns. Um, we didn't have two of our best players, obviously, which right. is saying something. Um, but anyone can use that excuse. But right. it's like I said, after those two guys, I'm not I'm not scared of anybody. Right. But speaking of like those two guys, Chris Paul, what what is it that Chris Paul has against the Jazz? Because he always just dominates us. I think he knows how to play against Rudy well. Uh, what is it? Because because last night the Suns lose against the Hawks by 30, and Chris Paul had like six points. Okay, this is my personal opinion. Okay, and it's which is gospel it's, here. It's Pay attention. Professional. As Pay well. attention. Chris Paul is a tiny man. Correct. And he's been playing basketball against large men. Large men for <laughs> his entire basketball career and okay. prior to that. And so I think that in his mind he's figured out the algorithms to utilize whatever type of defense the big man plays and he uses it to his advantage and the, that's why he's so good at the mid-range game because he finds that gap 
He's like, I'm a small guy. I go in, I'm going to get stuffed. I can't shoot the three-pointer because they're going to close that on that. He finds a way to mix the defense up just enough to create that mid-range shot, and I think he's been doing it his whole life as a tiny little man, and so that's that's why I think he does it so well against the Jazz. And it feels like he's like 100% on shots in the mid-range. He does it, not miss those. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Speaking of his tininess, <laughs> have, have you ever seen that clip when he was on the Clippers? This is a little off base, but no. this, is, this is one of the funniest things I've seen in the NBA. <laughs> Um, they are, they are on, uh, offense with okay. the clock winding down. I think they're down one or tied and oh, I think they're man. tied. They shoot a shot and miss and Deandre Jordan, big man. I remember. Yep. Gets the rebound with like three seconds left or four seconds left. He thought the clock had expired. So he just pulls it down, ready to go pulls to overtime. And Chris Paul is like jumping and swinging at him like <laughs> yes, a little kid yes, trying to get a, a candy out of his older <laughs> brother's hand swinging like yes. pointing at the rim shoot it like it's the funniest thing if you haven't seen that go look it up oh yeah i, I can remember that it's That's so hilarious. good i thought he was gonna try to rip the ball at like he was trying to he couldn't reach though <laughs> he could not reach <laughs> cookie grandma's cookie <laughs> jar it's too high for him so good i love chris paul banter because i'm not a big fan but but he he works the jazz every time right. so if, if you're a son's fan he's your savior right now yeah incredible um we've had like you said, we beat Toronto right after that. Um, kind of a close game. Nothing too stat-worthy, I guess. Um, it seemed like we were in control most of the game. We ended up, ended up winning by four. But a good game for the Jazz without those two guys still. Right. And, and, and fans are probably starting to wonder, okay, Donovan's missed a lot of games. Now, I, I know he gets this weekly check and, and Jazz – Media has said there's no tear. We've done the MRI. Uh, everything. There's nothing critical here. But uh, are we just milking it here, or is there an actually maybe a bigger issue than than they let on in the beginning? I don't think it's an issue. I think they are like being over conservative about bringing him back. Um, Quinn, I know, has come on saying it's more important to be healthy come playoffs than have seeding, right. have a number one seed or whatever. So I thought that was LeBron James who said that. Well, LeBron <laughs> LeBron just is complaining about, did you hear him complain about the play-in game? Yeah, that's, that's the clip. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, not a word all year, and then as soon as they have a, a look at the seventh seed, they're complaining about that play-in game. Yeah. Yeah. It's Shocker. classic. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not worried. You're Are not you? worried at all. I'm not. I, I think he's fine physically. I saw him jump up really high on the bench one night. Yeah. I feel good about it. But what I am worried about is him getting back in the rhythm before the playoffs begin. I think it's critical in the last six games that Donovan plays half of those games. He needs to play at least the last three games at the end of the regular season or he's just not going to be in the right headspace for the playoffs. Well, you look at when he left the lineup, how many games did it take for us to feel comfortable without him? Right. Four, three, four, five games. We're playing great now, but it took us a while. Is it going to be that same step back Ugh. when he comes back and take us three or four games? I hope not. I hope not. In fact, I was do- I was looking at it the other day. We really didn't start losing games till D. Wade became part owner of the Jazz. <laughs> so I was like, uh, I hope that has nothing to do with anything because I feel like he's here for a while. But we're starting to come back. We're recovering. We're recovering. But our record, not as good. 
with new ownership, but it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but the, at the same time, that's when our best player leaves the lineup too. I, I so realize that coincidence. I, I can blame it on whatever I want. True, and I don't want to blame anything on Donovan. True. <laughs> <laughs> um, Toronto, uh, we win by four. Right. Then we played San Antonio the last two games, and which have gone incredible. Incredible. The shooting. I th- did we end a game over forty percent shooting. Was a- I think so. That's incredible. I think so. For an entire game to be able to shoot that that well it is is super frustrating, obviously, for opposing teams, but a sigh of relief for the Jazz because it's what we've done to get us to where we are in our standings this entire year, and to know that we still have that and it's still working is a relief. Yeah, Jazz shot forty three percent from three against the San Antonio Spurs. We shot fifty five percent from the field. That's incredible. It's, it's amazing. That's 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 incredible. I'm glad that it's not like we're having to change our style of play right at the playoffs. It's like, no, no, this is still a thing. It's still going to work. Let's just be who we are. Yep. And and we're getting good minutes out of other guys too. I mean, Rudy, we talked about him not playing a ton. 21 minutes. I know we led the whole game by a lot, but that's right. good. That's almost that's more than half the game he sat yeah, to that, rest. That's that's interesting. Yeah. I had not thought of that. So I wow. th- really think our sights are on the playoffs right now. Um, we're we're going to do – the guys on the floor are going to try to win, obviously. But the way the, the lineups are going to go, I think you're going to see a little bit of weirdness and guys playing less just because, I mean, playoffs are, are king. That's what really matters. And um, I don't know. We've, we've talked about this before. It doesn't matter your matchups too much. You're, eventually, you're going to play the best in the league. and so Right. If you can't lose to the second best – then there's no no hard feelings. Right, you suck. You should, <laughs> you should be better. Um, some some good news at the Vivint Arena. They've upped the seating yet again to 6,700 seats, and they've allowed some courtside seating with some stipulations. Right? Yeah. So what are those? <laughs> Not that I, I, have I to worry think about I it, read the the courtside seatings, and I don't know if that means just the first row or yeah. or what they're doing there, but right, right. you have to actually take a rapid COVID test. So. Right, and if if you're looking at seats, you will see that if you're on the same anywhere lower bowl, from what I could see, same side as where the teams sit, home and opposing, uh, there's a COVID test required to sit in that area behind where the bench and the players sit. Do you think? I don't know. Do you think what what happens to those people that that don't pass the COVID test? Well, because like, they do it at the arena, I think. They right. take a 15 minute It should be like Southwest Airlines, and they should just have a standby. Can we get standby those? Standby for <laughs> courtside seating. <laughs> and then when the game starts, they'll be like, hey, these three people, they failed the test. I was thinking of an easier way for COVID. If they just made the chairs, like the plastic chairs at the game, if you sat on them and your body temperature was too high and the plastic just changed colors. You Ooh, know, like, like those mood rings exactly, we all had. That's exactly it. So they go from like a green. Okay, it's not the Delta Center anymore, but if they were a green chair and they just turned purple, they'd be like, "That guy needs to go." Then that's just super easy. Well, I feel like the you get hotter as you watch the game naturally, though. Like, oh, I, I'm sweating <laughs> by the end of the game. I know that, but right, right. I don't know if that would change my seat purple. I guess, but right. Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, I mean, this is another funny story. So the <laughs> the. Uh, the push-ups at the uh, basketball game, I, I would imagine you'd be pretty hot if you were doing push-ups at the, at the basketball arena. Can we, can we back up? We've done this. Right. So I, did we not tell people? I don't know. Did? Maybe we did, but we, we probably have 
I know, so many I, new listeners I by then. I don't think we did. So <laughs> I, I started a little thing where I wanted all the Jazz fans to be able to beat up all the other basketball team fans. So I thought we should do push-ups every time out. Each, either, either team calls and between every quarter. So, I mean... Ten of them. Nothing. Ten push-ups. Yeah. yeah. You can do ten push-ups. So we started doing this. I do it at home with my kids while we watch the game. It's hilarious. <laughs> Freaking hilarious. Uh, anyway, so we went to the game. We decided, why not? I mean, so we did it, all four of us. Well, three quarters of us. Uh, Jordan. Uh, we Every time there was a timeout or in between a quarter or anything like that, we would get down in, in the row and do ten push-ups. And we re- we recruited a few people. Yeah, we had some people. Yeah, who the lady us. behind us was a ch- freaking champ. Yeah, she did more than me in the end. <laughs> <laughs> <I think so. laughs> no, it was fun. Yeah, but where would, were we going with this? Uh, that, that would also increase your body temperature right. and also give false readings. So the okay, delete that idea. Okay, we'll, we'll do it. scratch it from the record. Yeah, scratch that from the record. <laughs> Man, mood rings. I haven't mood thought rings. about those in a while. Let's get one. Those are good stuff. Yeah. Um, did you, did you catch, I don't know who did it, the NBA or if it was the jazz that did it, but they did a, a Royce O'Neal. They, they followed Royce O'Neal around for the day, like a day in the life of Royce O'Neal. Right. I think it was a game day and they just kind of followed him and talked to him. He's eating breakfast. And did you watch that? I, I didn't. It was no, good. I didn't in protest because we've been trying to get him on the show for two years and their agents never called us back. <laughs> two, a couple things that, that verified to me is joe ingles is is an absolute stud he he comes in and he's just joking and he, everyone loves him and he's just being him as he walks in around royce and then um rudy gobert really likes his ducks wait what do you mean ducks like the 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 animal like mighty ducks no no like pond ducks why? So apparently there's some ducks that come to the practice facility or, or wherever they were at at the time. I don't know. But they're there, like living there, and they migrate back and forth and whatever. And they're pretty much his. He's named them. He has names He for named the, the ducks. ducks. Rusky and Dusky. What? Yeah. Is this real? This is real. Go watch this, uh, this clip because <laughs> Royce is in there talking to the, to the camera and whatever, and he says that they noticed the ducks were back for the summer or whatever, and... He said, oh, we got to tell Rudy. We got to tell Rudy. So Rudy comes walking in, and they said he only shows up right before game time, I guess. But he comes walking in, and Royce goes, hey, tell these guys about your friends. And Rudy goes, who, the Ducks? And they say, yeah. And so he names, he tells them their names, and he's what? all excited. They're, they're back, and he gets this big grin on his face. And wow. That's a thing. Highlight from Royce's day in life is <laughs> I know. Gobert's duck obsession. I know. Pretty much all I got out of it was about other players. Right, Royce is cool, but yeah, I don't know. This this went way out of out <laughs> the left field right now. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, so maybe Rudy Gobert's animal spirit is a duck. That would make sense. Yeah, because it's like water off its back. Eh, I don't know. Maybe not. Moving on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we've had four games under our belt. We're three and one since our predictions. Right. We predicted the last ten games. We would. We both kind of said the same thing, which is so, unfortunate. Seven for ten. Yeah. Um, six games remaining. Denver tomorrow. Big one. So are you are you calling it a win or a loss? No, I'm just saying that's that's next on the plate. We're going, actually. Right. We, we will be, be at that game. We should be there. Which will be awesome. Denver's a uh, team that has like, sparked a rivalry just in the last nine months with right. us. Right. So that's kind of fun. Right. Booker, uh, uh, 
Murray won't be playing, which is a huge disappointment. I know. It's sad. But. Like as as good as he is and as good as they are with him, I, I hate it. It sucks. But, but neither will Mitchell, presumably, right. right? Right. I don't think so. Um Denver, then we have a few an easy game after that with Houston, literally the worst team in the league. Um it, hold on, hold on. They're, they're so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Their record is sixteen and fifty. Let's say that the jazz the jazz record is forty eight and eighteen. So if the Jazz win against Dun- Denver and then they win the Rockets again. If they win against Denver and the Rockets, our score will be the opposite, almost exact opposite of theirs, like the inverted score. We'll have 50 wins, and they'll have 50 losses. That's just sad. That's so <laughs> depressing. I don't know. Man, if you're in Houston, you're just buying antidepressants all season long. That's awful. I think they, they've quit watching. Probably. It's sad. Yeah, they're probably cheering for Dallas. But they, they're looking at the draft. I guarantee all their fans are watching college highlights right now, saying right. who they want to pick in the draft. Um, but, yeah, so that, that should be notched up as a win, no matter who's playing for us. Right. Um, then we continue and play two tough ones with Golden State at home. Curry's been unreal. MVP mode Curry lately. And then at Portland, which, which we always kind of hesitate with Lillard. Out of those two games, the Warriors and the Portland, which do you think is a more difficult game for the Jazz? Um, I think we're one and one against Golden State. The one game we beat them by like forty, right? And then same lineup, same guys. The next game we played, they got us. So right. that one's will be interesting. But I'm always terrified of Lillard. I think I am too. Yeah, yeah I'd say we win Golden State at home, and Portland's one of our losses. I hate to say it, and they are also fighting hard for a playing spot or to get out of the playing spot. Right. They they they're trying to remove themselves from that stressful situation of having to lose a game and just have to walk away for the entire year, which would be a disappointing way to end a year. Um, they are kind of in must-win mode because they're the seventh seed, half a game behind the Lakers right now. How good would it be to see the Lakers in the playing game? Uh, honestly, I want to play the Lakers first round and knock them out myself. <laughs> I, I, that's, that's you might be the only person that says that. I, I know, in all my group texts, that's what they say. I hope they get knocked out. No, I want to knock them out myself personally. How sweep it is. Just like when <laughs> we played them way back in the day. I'm, they're not going to win a game. Anyway, I want to knock the Lakers out myself. Um, talking about seeding, like the, the West is so close right now. One and two are pretty much locked. Um, it's going to be us and Phoenix. In what order, we don't really know. Three and four is pretty locked, is, is locked in. And then five through seven could be anybody. Five through ten could be anybody because this playing game. So it's hard to even say whether the one seed is that much better than the two seed because you don't know who you're going to match up with. Exactly. It does. I agree with you on that. That's a good observation because it's so wishy-washy at the top of the, at the, at the top of the bracket. Like you don't really even know. Yeah. You're the, you're the one seed. You could end up playing the Lakers first round and then the Clippers the second round. Right. And then you're the two seed and you could end up playing um, Memphis in the first round and I don't know, Denver insane, in the second, insane. which is a much easier way. Yeah, so yeah. I don't even know what seed I want right now. I want it all. First place. I want all. it all. Uh, uh, is that a song? I'm sure it is. It is now. Okay. Good work. <laughs> so out of the six games, let's talk about the, the what what we see rolling out here for the last six games of the season. So we have two games that we are planning on losing. Right. Based on our predictions of seven and three in our last ten games, what two games do you see us struggling with? 
I I have Portland as a loss. Okay. And then uh, honestly, I was gonna put Sacramento Kings as a loss, but I decided nah. <laughs> so I'm up upping my last ten to eight games. Nice. I love out of, it. Out of seven. I yeah. love it. Yep. I'm gonna say Portland as well, and then Denver. I'm gonna say we win because. Like I've been to like ten games in a row where we've won, and I don't want to break that streak. And I'll do everything I can to not break that streak. So, so we're gonna really. win that game. And I say we we do something stupid and lose a Thunder game, or with seating set in stone by then, and we don't even worry about it. We lose Thunder or Sacramento. Right, but imagine if Donovan's back on those games. Right, I mean, it'd be hard to lose those games if he's on full. Full minutes, yeah, full minutes and running full cylinder. So you compare that to the to the Suns. I mean, they've got six games left, including two back to get back against the Spurs. Like we just finished that little mini series. Uh, right now, we're up on them with one game. If we lose two and they lose two, that puts us in the first seed, and they have a harder little schedule there. Yeah, their road's a little bit tougher. It's really not that different from ours. We both play Golden State. We both play Portland um lakers and denver are pretty comparable um and then they've got the spurs twice and we've got the thunder and the kings the difference is is we play houston so i could see us having the better record these last six games because of that one game in there where they played new york who's been great so i I see i still see us getting the one seat as scary as it was the last few days right i see us doing it that's incredible how exciting is that i mean fans have to be have to be excited to know that we're going to finish at 53 i think the best we did was 55 wins but we were playing 10 more games a year mm-hmm. so we're more we're even more efficient now in the first seed than we've ever been before it's incredible it's amazing so the best jazz team in 20 years at least 25 years if easily. we're going back to stockton easily. and malone easily to the last game the last team that was this good it's amazing so fun isn't there a video game where you can like pick era of teams and play them against current teams mm-hmm. i think we got to do the 98 jazz or 97 98 against jazz. 2001 21 21 jazz yeah let's do it i don't know how to do that but we'll, we'll figure it out we're gonna get that done um but thank you everybody for tuning in we'll we'll get to that eventually we'll let you know how it goes but yeah we'll get our people on to it sure (laughs) six games to go in the regular season then we come playoffs it's going to be exciting we're happy to be here thank you guys for listening make sure you give us a follow on instagram twitter facebook we're all over the place and go follow slinging the pill media our podcasting network so stay tuned for that thank you guys so much for listening you're amazing peace